Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Right now, let's talk about what's going on around the league. Benjamin Albright, all-knowing Mr. Albright. He covers the league. Uh, and it's good to have you back on the show, Benjamin. Um, NFL Insider, I, I want to start where you are, and that's in Denver. All the rumors are about Sean Payton. What do you know? And more importantly, what is the deal as far as what this new ownership group hopes to achieve in their next hire? Well, uh, Sean Payton is one of the hot names. I don't know that he's necessarily going to be the guy. Sean Payton would have to want the job, and he's got other offers. Um, I think Jim Harbaugh and Dan Quinn are right there in that that plateau, and I would suggest that Jim Harbaugh is probably the leader in the clubhouse right now uh, for this Denver Broncos job. All right, we have not talked to you since it went south, and boy, it went south fast. Uh, From the first game against Seattle when the coach proved that he was kind of out of his depth, make some sense to, uh, to folks outside of Denver what the hell's happened to Russell Wilson. Well, I, you know, part of it was injury. Uh, Russell Wilson had a had a torn lat on the throwing side. Uh, he had a he had a bum hamstring. Part of that was injury. Uh, part of it, I think, was Nathaniel Hackett and this offense being wildly unprepared for coaching in the NFL, specifically on the offensive side of the ball, where they had next to no experience on that staff. Uh, I think part of it was uh, the injuries that, that they occurred. I mean, the Broncos had a, a record twenty five players on the IR. Um, so, I, you know, I, I think it's it's not any one thing per se, but if I had to pin it on mostly something, I would pin it on mostly coaching. When did you know Hackett wasn't going to be the guy? Week what? When did you know? Oh, um, I probably, I mean, I had an inkling after week two, week three. Mm. Uh, you, you know, you want to give a guy a chance to grow into a role. I think by, by week six, week seven, we sort of knew that, that this wasn't going to work and, and hopefully, you know, that he could get through the season. Uh, but as, as the weeks wore on, we started to see that it slipped further and further away. And then when you have the offensive line and a backup quarterback get an altercation on the sideline, you knew it was over at that point on Christmas Day. Mm. All right, big guy, there's a big-time coaching carousel. We'll start with, uh, we mentioned Harbaugh, you said, maybe has the front-running gig there for Denver. What's going to happen in Arizona? Because, you know, that whole thing was built around the decision to make Kyler Murray the quarterback, the focal point of the offense. Kingsbury, you could have argued his resume wasn't exactly, you know, NFL-worthy, but, man, that thing blew up pretty quick. Yeah, um, it's it's been a full year coming. They mistakenly gave out extensions when they shouldn't have. Benjamin? He cut out there. There you go. You're back. Go ahead. You were talking about extensions that they gave out they should not have. Go ahead. Yeah, they gave out extensions they shouldn't have. And then, you know, Kyler sort of checked out. Um, you talked to several players there, and they all say that Kyler Murray sort of checked out on uh, on the team. He kind of figured he didn't have to do things he used to have to do anymore, studying tape, you know, the sessions he had to do. Uh, I think – Clubhouse simply because the bidwells are cheap uh, and they don't want to be paying Cliff Kingsbury and you know anyone else. But don't sleep on Sean Payton. If they do open the wallet up, Sean Payton could be a candidate there. When you say open the wallet, it's Walmart money, right? How much are they willing to go? How much are they willing to pay their head coach? Well, you're talking about Arizona. That's the bidwells. Uh, Walmart money would be in Denver. Uh, <laughs> they would be willing to pay $20 million per year. Wow. <laughs> Giddy up. Okay. Because that's, that's the question. Yes, and the Bidwells are for, traditionally have been cheap for the most part. All right. Um, let's talk about these other jobs. What do the Colts do? We're talking with Benjamin Albright, guys, NFL Insider. Where do the Colts go? Do they just hand this over to Jeff Saturday? Uh, 
Uh, he's going to be in the mix, but I, I don't know if they hand it over to him. They're going to do a full interview process. They interviewed uh, Broncos defensive coordinator Joe Evero today. Uh, I think that Ben Johnson, the offensive coordinator of the Detroit Lions, as well as Jim Harbaugh would be the uh, the other leading candidates there outside of Saturday uh, if, if they don't promote Saturday. Jim Irsay is really pushing that, that uh, Jeff Saturday thing, but uh, everybody else is advising against it. You know, we spent a lot of time talking about just how embarrassing the Texans have been, you know, to get minority candidates the job only to pull the rug out from under them. And the Lovey Smith thing was kind of despicable. Is there, I mean, I know there's only 32 of those jobs, but is, will there be a stigma attached or they're still going to get a top flight coach into Houston? Well, um, you know, I think there is a stigma attached to that, and I, I don't think they're going to get a top-flight coach. They will interview Sean Payton, who's interviewing everywhere for leverage, but uh, I, I don't think he actually wants that job, similar to the fact that I think he doesn't really want the Denver job, to be honest with you, either. Uh, I, I think that uh, they're probably going to wind up settling on a first-time head coach-type guy, a young guy, whether that's uh, uh, John Gannon or a Ben Johnson. I think John Gannon is the leader in the clubhouse, the defensive coordinator of the Eagles. Uh, I think he's the guy. They really liked him the last cycle, but felt like they couldn't hire him as a first-time D.C., white guy, you had the Brian Flores lawsuit, all that kind of stuff. I think they felt like they couldn't go that route. So uh, I think that they, they like him a lot. He's loved by the McNairs. I wouldn't be surprised if he gets a job. Derek Carr says goodbye to Raiders fans via Insta. <laughs> um, what do you make of this? Is a team going to make a deal and trade for Derek Carr, pick up the remainder of his contract? Are they just going to have to wait till he gets released? And thirdly, where does he end up? Well, that's, that's- – shares right now and see where everybody's going to land. Tom Brady figures to, uh, if he if he decides to stick around, feels to be headed for Vegas. Jimmy Garoppolo feels like he's headed for the Jets, but you know what, what other opening is there for a guy like Derek Carr? And I, I think if you look at Indy or you look at maybe Tennessee, I think those are two places he could possibly go. The question is whether or not they're going to uh, send draft picks for him or just try to wait it out on the market and then redo. I, I think it's smarter for teams to wait it out because they can get the deal they want rather than that pre-made deal that the Raiders already did, but uh, it's, it's going to be interesting to to see if anybody's patient enough to let that happen or if somebody jumps a gun and trades draft compensation for him. I know we, we talked about Stephen Ross, and if you just tuned in, guys, it's Benjamin Albright from uh, KOA in uh, Denver, right, Carl? And he joins us here on the WadeFord.com hotline, who's an NFL insider. Mike McDaniel, son of an unorthodox coach, but an offense, supposedly an offensive genius. When Tua was healthy, Tua was rolling. I mean, the yards per pass is the best in the NFL. But what's going to happen to Tua? I mean, are the – I mean – do you roll the dice moving forward one more year? Or, I mean, and do you feel that you're going to have to bring in another quarterback in Miami? Well, I'll say this. This offseason, Tua is going to be consulting with medical experts to see if he can, he can even play again. Um, you know, the three concussions this season is – uh, is a lot. He's a guy that uh, uh, he, it's, it's really interesting. You watch the tape, and the, the problem with him is that he's, he's stiff when he falls. You know, he's not a guy that, that they ever learned how to fall, ever learned how to take a hit. And so uh, he's kind of stiff. He's kind of a guy that uh, that takes hits on the hips and takes hits on the head. And yeah, I don't know how long they want to be chained to that. I, I think Tua is a very middling quarterback. I think Mike McDaniel made him look better than he was. Uh, and, I, and I think in the end, I think that they need to probably pivot and go another direction. But he's going to get medical opinions and see if he even has a career after this. Yeah, it's a great point. Benjamin, before we let you go, we found out today in Atlanta we're going to host, if it is Bills and Chiefs, uh, AFC title game. Any issues with the way the NFL has handled this now? If it's any higher seed that it's not Bills-Chiefs, it'll be played like it normally is. But the idea that if you're a Bills fan and you thought, well, you know, we didn't finish that game under the circumstances, and now you've got a neutral site game, could the NFL have done it any other way? I, I, yeah, I mean, I think you could have just done it as as is. I know they didn't play the game and all that, but it was going to be a road game for uh, for Buffalo probably either way. So it, 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 I don't know. You're going to get hosed somebody. I think this just wound up 
kind of hosing both teams. I'm happy Atlanta gets an extra game and all that, but, uh, you know, for, for football fans to watch. But the reality is I think it kind of hosed both those teams in the end. So uh, they, they could have just played it at Arrowhead or played it anywhere, you know, had whatever home team, uh, whatever seed had the better record play it there. I, I didn't really think they needed to find a neutral site. I, I don't think that furthered or bettered the game in any way. So uh, for me, I, I'm just kind of looking at this like, well. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.